Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Today on the State of Ukraine, how the war plays a part in Egypt's food crisis. I'm Greg Dixon. An unstable economy with high inflation has caused pain for many countries around the world, and a contributing factor to that pain has been the war in Ukraine. The Black Sea ports of Ukraine and Russia supply grain to much of the world. The war has disrupted that. In Egypt, NPR's Aya Betrawi found that the war in Ukraine has accelerated a growing crisis of food insecurity. Egyptian President Abdel Fattah Hassisi arrives by motorcade to Cairo's main open-air stadium. He's here for a state-orchestrated ceremony broadcast on TV to honor the many local charities helping stave off hunger across Egypt. Tens of thousands of volunteers from these charities have packed the stands. Patriotic songs are playing as the volunteers cheer and wave Egypt's red, white, and black flag. The government uses the moment to roll out a new initiative called al Kitf, or Shoulder to Shoulder. The slogan has an upbeat song the crowd is swaying to. At its core, though, this initiative is a call for help. Egypt's currency has lost half its value compared to the dollar in just the past year. That's made it harder for the government to import affordable wheat from Russia and Ukraine, where the war has also driven up prices. Bread from that wheat forms the backbone of Egyptian diets. The country's been pushed deep into debt. Critics blame years of poor planning in Egypt and overspending on superfluous projects that benefited military-owned businesses. The president tells volunteers, global economics are to blame. Everyone is playing an incredible role at this difficult time. I had to come and thank you for all you do and all you will do in helping to make this major crisis faced by the world and by Egypt a little easier. The government is increasing food subsidies by more than 40% this year. But Sisi's message is clear. Egypt's challenges are not for the government alone to shoulder. Everyone is responsible. His government is under pressure as food prices in Egypt climb by more than 60%. Young couples in Cairo are delaying marriage because they can't afford a wedding or home. Middle-class families struggle to buy eggs and chicken. Tens of millions of families stay afloat with help from charities, like this one in the poor Cairo suburb of Altameya. It's where I meet Fatma Hassan. She says her grandkids want chicken and meat, but it's too expensive. <laughs> Hassan laughs as she tells me how she and her daughter often end up cooking a dish of stuffed vegetables with rice called mashi. She can't afford lentils these days either and tells me, who needs that anyway? And what are we going to do? We aren't going to steal. The government gives her some cash aid every month, and donors help her buy the medicine she needs. Every little bit helps. Hassan comes to this charity office twice a year for a box of food that lasts her household a little over a week. Inside are what's become little luxuries that help create a balanced diet. Dates, rice, cooking oil, lentils, pasta, tomato sauce, sugar, and tea. The food was packed by the Egyptian Food Bank, 
one of the largest non-governmental charities in the country helping tackle food insecurity. At their headquarters in Cairo, conveyor belts seal bags of fava beans grown locally, as well as imported products like macaroni. And then uh, the workers, uh, they fill back the boxes. It's supported mostly by private donations and a network of 5,000 community-based organizations across the country. They have a massive database of families in need, but even its operations have been strained. Egypt Food Bank CEO Mohsen Sarhan says donations are up by 20%. Still, it's not enough to keep up with inflation. The future is very hard to predict, and whatever scenarios you put, it tends to break down the next day. We're playing it by the ear somehow. We're operating on a very flexible budget, and we adjust it sometimes weekly. It's up to charities in Egypt to try and plug gaps in the government's stretched safety net. But Sarhan says they can't eradicate hunger. I think it was uh, three years ago that we realized that this is never going to happen. What they can do, he says, is to try and make people's lives a little better. And the government is now signaling that everyone is going to have to shoulder more of that work. Aya Batrawi, NPR News, Cairo. Thanks for listening to the State of Ukraine from NPR News. Please come back for more on the war and its impacts around the world. This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. This election season, you can expect to hear a lot of news, some of it meaningful, much of it not. Give the Up First podcast 15 minutes, sometimes a little less, and we'll help you sort it out what's going on around the world and at home. Three stories, 15 minutes. Up first every day. Listen every morning wherever you get your podcasts.